So it's similar with our lives. The only reason negativity is there is when we overcome it, we will achieve heights we didn't we didn't we couldn't dream were possible. But we still haven't answered the question, how come the energy level, malchut, that should be the lowest of the low, why does that come first? Why, why, do, why does it make sense that the lowest part becomes the highest part? So, now we're going to answer. Hainu bereshit shebo patach ha-Torah. So we actually learn it from the first word in the Torah, Bereshit, in the beginning. Why do we, how do we get it from that word? You take the bet away from Bereshit and you have the word Reshit. Where else do we have the word Reshit? Reshit Yirat Hashem. The beginning of wisdom is the fear of Hashem, literally translated. So what is what does the first word of the Torah and this verse have to do with each other? The numerical value of the letter bet is two. So if you take the word bereshit, you have bet and reshit. Two in the beginning. What two? What are we talking about here? Imagine there are two points in existence somewhere. One is one is a point of light that is revealed. And what is concealed? And they're technically separate entities, but they are joined together so strongly that they are considered one. And that's why they're called the beginning. That's why that's why they're called that that's why they're put in Rashit, in the word Rashit. It's not Bereshiot in the plural version of beginnings. They are the beginning, the singular beginning, because, and then the bet in Bereshit is there to tell us, yes, there are technically two points, but really they're one. What does that mean exactly? What are we talking about here? So, the reveal, the point that is revealed, for lack of a better word, corresponds to the aspect of mercy within the spiritual system, and the point that is hidden corresponds to the aspect of judgment within the spiritual system. What do judgment and mercy mean in these cases? We're not talking about a court case. We're talking about mercy is energy that we have a vessel big enough to handle. Judgment is much greater energy, but we as we are, are not yet ready to handle all the energy coming down. It's almost like, for those of you who know how a light bulb is built, you have the positive node, a negative node, and you have something in the middle, uh, sometimes it's called filament, sometimes it's something else. So current will always flow between the positive and the negative nodes, and then something will stop it in the middle, and that thing that stops it in the middle gives us light. What happens as soon as there's nothing in the middle? All of the energy goes from one side to the other immediately, and the light bulb shorts out, and that's it. 
So mercy is with something in the middle, judgment is without something in the middle. So, Malchut, which we said is Yirat Hashem. So what does it have to do with these two points? When these two points are put together, it represents when Malchut goes up to Bina. Bina is the is another of the ten spiritual levels. It's rather up there. And Malchut is at the very bottom. When Malchut goes up to Bina, Malchut is, Malchut goes up to Bina, and therefore it escapes this idea of judgment, because Bina is much higher, as it's, it can, it can handle a much higher energy level. So when Malchut goes up to Bina, the two points join, and we sweeten the judgment with mercy. What, it, what we're really talking about is, we're, Creating a system where we can handle all of the energy coming down. Komal, afal pi shumidat hadin hi begniza en hef en aperush en hazivug nesaleya kelu beta nekudot nesu echad mamash vegam nekudot amalchut mekabelat hazivugim nekudot abinam ela bechashay velo beitgalia vazeh mora Hashem reshit shul leshon yechid sheshtein en nechad. And that's why the word reshit is in singular and not in plural. So there's a verse that talks about the end of days, Mashiach, Messiah, whatever you want to call it. And it says, on that day, the Creator and His name will be one. Kind of a weird concept. You can, you can either, like a person can either be, you can either say that a person is their name, or a person and their name are different, but why, why does it need to specify that the Creator and His name will be one? As if His name is an entirely separate entity. Well, why does it have to say that? It's actually talking about what it's really talking about is Malchut and Bina, mercy and judgment. And when they come together, that's called Hu Echad. Him and his name are one. So now that we understand, now that we understand that Malchut goes up to Bina, we know why Malchut is considered the first gate, the top gate. Why? Because Malchut is no longer at the bottom. Malchut has risen up. To the top, and that's where we, and that's where we, that's how we know that that's where we need to go for our spiritual journey. Yirat Hashem, the fear of Hashem. Now, I, we don't, when we say fear of the Creator, fear of Hashem, we don't mean fear of punishment or being struck down by lightning for doing something wrong. That's, no, 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 that's not what we're talking about. It's the understanding that everything negative in our lives is also from the Creator. It's not that there are two forces at play here and they're constantly in a battle with each other and we have we have to try and get on the the good forces, good side, so that we'll be okay. No, 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 no. Even the most negative things you could imagine are also from the Creator. The Creator put these obstacles in our place so we could 
enjoy that much more once we get to the end goal, which is which is Yirat Hashem, the fear of Hashem. But it's not really fear, because if you take the word Yirah, the word Yirah means fear in Hebrew, has the same letters as the word Lirot, which means to see. So what is the fear of Hashem? It's when we can see, we can truly see that everything negative in our lives was put there by the Creator. So why is Malchut called Yichat Hashem? Fine. I understand that Malchut is Yichat Hashem and that, and that when Malchut goes up to Binah, that's why it's called the beginning of That's why it's called the beginning because it's now risen above its normal station. But why, what is the connection between Malchut and Yichat Hashem? Why, why is there any connection between them? So we say that Malchut, that Yirat Hashem, from what, from what point are we talking about Yirah? Etzada Tovera, the tree of knowledge, good and bad. That's the full name of the tree. Most people leave it at the tree of knowledge, but it's very important to include in the name, tree of knowledge, good and bad. Why? Because in our world, in our physical world, a lot of times it seems like a person does something good, or does something well, and they get good results. Person does something not so well, and they get not so good results. That's how it seems in our physical world. And that's and since malchut represents the physical world, and the physical world seems to be governed by these laws of cause and effect and consequences. That's why it's called dirat Hashem, the fear of Hashem. Malken shohevot. Vihi hashar lavo lechol tov shebaolam. Sechel tov, hu elu bet sharim dahinu bet nagodot shehem keechal. Rabbi Yossi Amar, sechel tov zehu etza chayim. Shu sechel tov belo ra, klalu vishvil shehen ra, shorebo hu sechel tov beli ra. So, if we can get above this mindset of good and bad, punishment, reward, then we arrive at this place of ultimate fulfillment where all the good in the world comes from. And we get to the part of, we get to the second half of the verse that we quoted at the beginning, Sechel Tov, a good mind, a good brain, it doesn't translate super well into English, but it, but it's not, it's never about the literal translation. What does Sechel Tov represent? It represents, according to Rabbi Yossi, Etzachayim, the tree of life. What is the tree of life? The tree of life is, is this state of ultimate fulfillment. Lama nikra hashar acharon b'shem yirat Hashem shekatuv aleya rashid chokmai yirat Hashem hu ki asod etzad atovera shekata bo adam rishon ki al nekuda da unshia b'mita ve'hayira hagdola hi shelo lefgama. So why, again, why is this last gate called fear of Hashem? Because the sin of Adam with the fruit from the tree of knowledge was actually about this, it was only on this one point. Every, he did everything else right, but at this one point, this tree of knowledge, good and bad, that's where he went wrong. 
And that's why it's called Yirat Hashem, the fear of Hashem, because that's exactly where he went wrong. So once we understand that this Yirat Hashem, this fear of Hashem, this lowest part is actually only a gateway to get to all the fulfillment, all the good that we want in life, we realize that this idea of punishment and reward is just another one of those locks that we have to be able to open. And once we once we're able to open it, we have access to whatever we want. And that's why Yirat Hashem is is called the the gateway to this upper king, higher wisdom, or whatever you want to call it. Okay. So, seemingly, Rabbi Chia, who started off the conversation, Rabbi Yossi, who we just discussed, they seem to be disagreeing. How are they disagreeing? Rabbi Chia spent most of this time saying, that these two points are about the sweetening of the judgment, and Rabbi Yossi seems to be saying that these two that these two points are actually entirely good. There is no judgment in there, so they seem to be arguing. So, but we know for but we know that they're not. How are they not arguing? Because they're talking about two different time periods. Abichia is talking about after we fix the Malchut, after Malchut goes up to Bina. After Malchut goes up to Bina, the two points have been joined together, the judgment has been sweetened, and every and we've gone through the tree of knowledge to Chokhmaila, to the to the higher wisdom, to all of the fulfillment in the world. Rabbi Yossi is talking about beforehand. Beforehand, why, why, did, why did Rabbi Yossi bring up the tree of life? Because beforehand, the, before we fix the Malchut, before Malchut goes up to Bina, we are forced to, our main energy source is actually from the tree of life. Because we haven't, because we haven't yet gone through and fixed the tree of knowledge, good and bad. So they're not really arguing about what's going on, they're just talking about different time periods. So now the Zohar talks about the last part of the last part of the word. So it's talking about so it's saying that it's talking about those who Hold on to the Torah. What does it mean to hold on to the Torah? Or this, or this knowledge of spirituality? It means those who support the ones that learn the knowledge of spirituality. We'll get to the ones who actually learn it in a second. And it's saying here, and this all says, that those who support the ones that learn this knowledge of spirituality, it's as if they 
wrote this knowledge themselves. Now, obviously they didn't, it was all created by the Creator. But they arrive at a point where it's as if they created it themselves. What does this mean? How? What is this good, bad, neither? What, what are we talking about? So, before we arrive at this point of having fixed the tree of knowledge, good and bad, the ones who are holding on to the Torah or the spiritual knowledge the ones who are supporting those that learn spiritual knowledge, seem to be the more important. And I put that in very large quotation marks. Why more important in a sense? Because they are they are given the status of as if they created it. What does it mean as if they created it? They are the ones who are keeping this knowledge going. Because without the support of these people, the ones who are learning would have to would have would have to make their own money they wouldn't have time to sit and learn build them so what do we but it still doesn't it's still not a full explanation so, the reason that those who are supporting the, those who learn this spiritual knowledge are important are because before we are because they're the ones who are actually fixing the tree of knowledge, good and bad. They're the ones who help Malchut go up to Bina. What about the people who are actually learning the spiritual knowledge? If if that's the case, how come? How why do we learn it at all if it doesn't do anything? It's it's not the case. It, it's it's also very important. They are those those who learn spiritual knowledge are already connected to a time after we fixed everything, after the Mashiach or Messiah or whatever you want to call it has already come. They are they are setting us up. For the future, but so they're already up there. So they don't, they don't. They're connected to the tree of life. They're like Rabbi Yossi, who was sorry. They are like Rabbi Chia, who was already at the end game. So why are the ones who are supporting them important if we're already at the end game? Because once we get there, out of the two, there's only going to be one group that truly has this aspect of Yirat Hashem, which is the gateway to wisdom. And in order for, and then after, after we fix the tree of knowledge, good and bad, there's not going to be any more opportunity to go through this gateway because it'll be fixed. So who's going to have, who's going to have access to this wisdom if nobody supports those who, who learn spiritual knowledge? So it's actually so at the end of at the end of days uh, when Mashiach comes when Messiah comes, this group of people who are supporting those who learn spiritual knowledge. They're actually going to be the ones who make sure that we still have access to this higher wisdom, ultimate fulfillment, etc. 
My my big takeaway from this, you can take away whatever you would like from this. My big takeaway from this is that every single negative moment in our lives, no matter how dark we think it is, was put there very specifically, very deliberately by the Creator so that once we overcome it, not only will we will that negativity be will be removed but as negative as it seemed it'll turn to be that much more positive so in your lives in my life wherever we see negativity look where it can become more positive and through through what it says in the zohal I can I don't want to promise you but I'm fairly sure that it will that it will change your life. Thank you.